Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore important Instagram updates, including new tools to increase your reach, as well as one to decrease your reach for a certain type of post. Also, if you've been ignoring the Instagram notes feature, it's not going away. They're adding to it. And some things that Instagram is testing, including one thing they're testing that people have actually seen, but Meta, the parent company, is like, no, we don't know anything about that. So that we're trying to figure out what's going on there. We will get into all of that right now. My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a production of Social Media Examiner, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Today, I'm joined by Chelsea Pites. Chelsea teaches sales professionals how to leverage social media and technology to build a powerful personal brand and develop content that generates real leads. She's host of the Voice of Social Sales podcast and author of the book, Talking in Pictures. Chelsea, welcome back to the show. It's always great to be back. Thank you so much. I can't wait to dive into the many, many, many tests that Instagram is once again (laughs) rolling out. (laughs) Yes. So first up, some new ways to collaborate and some new features to make our content better on Instagram. Can you kind of walk us through those and your thoughts on those to start? Yes. So if you watched our recent show on Instagram, you heard a little bit about this before. There's a couple of new ways that we are able to collaborate with other people. And so the first one is that you're going to be able to create with music and collaborate with your friends on Instagram. So with collaborations, you might remember from last time we talked about this, you can now invite up to three friends to co-author your post or your reel. What I thought was really interesting about this is they mention in the article about how it's going to work with private accounts. And I know that some of our folks have multiple accounts or private accounts and And I thought it was interesting that if you have a private account, you're still going to be able to use this. And it says both private and public accounts can be added as collaborators on a post or a reel. If your account is private, 
You can actually start your own poster reel and invite a collaborator as long as they follow you back. So nothing huge earth shattering there. We kind of previewed this last time that we're going to be able to increase the amount of people that we can collaborate with. And then for the music part, I just tested this out myself. You can now add music to carousel posts. And I just tried that out on my last carousel post and I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of alarming, I feel like, from the consumer side when it comes up in the feed. And, and the way Instagram is set up is there's no sound that plays until you click on something that needs sound or unmute it, right? But as soon as you unmute something, then it's just like every single thing. And so, so many years, the Instagram feed was silent. And so now I'm kind of like, oh, where's this coming from? And then I start trying to figure out why they chose that song to go with these <laughs> slides and things mm-hmm. like that. So they need to add a volume button, I think, just like Reels, where you can actually set the volume, because I agree with you. Sometimes when I'm mm. turning on to listen, I'm like, whoa, my phone was up really loud. So I think that would be helpful if people are going to be adding music to their content as well. So as the marketer or the creator, you would set the volume kind of like you would in a reel. Yeah, that would be. I do, especially if you're talking. Granted, most carousels are probably mostly pictures and certainly you can mix and match the videos. But for reels, I do think it's a best practice for at least my brain. I have difficulty sort of listening to the person talking if the music in the background is too loud. Okay. Well, and I have always loved collaborations. And when we first talked about the ability to collaborate with four people, it was pretty buggy. And I'm still hearing from people that it's buggy, but it's getting better, which is good. But collaborations are one of the fastest ways to reach new people. And I'm seeing it a lot in online marketers, but I think for local businesses, this is an incredible opportunity because anybody who has a local business, then you're in the same area. This is an opportunity to offer something clearly different, but because people live in the same area, they're both your customers and incredible opportunity to to swap and reach more people in a big, big way. So that's obviously a great way to reach more people. But now Instagram is also introducing something as a way to intentionally reach fewer people. So what's this update? So they are having a a way to just post to what you could might consider close friends. And I know that you and I talked about this before the show. This is sort of one of your favorite features for another platform, Um, but you'll be able to decide who's actually going to see it. And you might be thinking, don't they sort of already have that? Kind of. We have favorites lists where you can create a favorites list of people that you actually want to see and sort in the feed. And there's also the close friends in stories, which will illuminate that green ring around the stories. And only the people that you've designated to that list are going to be able to see that story. Everybody else who follows you, it just like skips right over and they don't see that. So this is a little bit new. It's a test. I don't know when they're going to roll it out. I personally haven't seen it actually live or even being tested. Yeah. And I think the intention obviously is on the consumer side for close friends. And I'd shared during the pre-show that I have this other Instagram account where I share photos of my kids' faces because I don't put that on any of my public stuff. And I was like, oh man, I had this before. But I also think it has great potential as a tool in your funnel from the marketing side. And I know there's a lot of uh, smart marketers that do this. And I've seen people talk about this at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, where it's like you put your hot prospects in that close friends group, your best leads and different things like that. You could do it before in stories, but now this is an opportunity to do it in feed, make them special private offers or different things like that. Because as we all know, when you make an offer to somebody who is not engaged, doesn't trust you, doesn't know you, barely hit follow five minutes ago, they're not the ones that you make your top tier offer to. So I hope they do roll it out to everybody from a marketing standpoint, because I think that'll be really effective. And I think it gets a lot of, you know, there's a lot of content. There's a lot of content flowing through there. And people have complained when we changed 
over from the chronological to having the multiple types of feeds, people want to see the people that they want to follow. And with that recommendation algorithm that's been in play for now a couple of years, there was a huge outcry of people saying, wait, I don't want to see a bunch of random people that I don't follow. And so Instagram is really focused on that discovery piece and introducing you to new people. I think it's something like 40% of the content we're seeing in feed is from people that we don't even follow. It's probably even higher than that now. But I think it'll be interesting for those of us who really want to see those folks that we have chosen to follow. And I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I forget and I'm like, oh my gosh, where has that person been? And they were missing people in some cases. So it could be a really good use case for that as well. Well, and with Instagram is not as old as Facebook, but Facebook will be 20 years old next year. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, I kind of felt terrible about this, but on my birthday last month, I got a bunch of birthday greetings from people and I literally couldn't place. I'm like, did I, was that somebody I went to high school with? I, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> right. And so, which happens is grow and you grow your audience, but totally see that happening. But it does seem like in the last month or two on both of the meta platforms, that percentage of recommended content is creeping up and up and up. And of course, it's different for everybody. It depends on how much of it you're engaging and how much of it I'm engaging with as well. So, well, I just mentioned uh, social media marketing world, which is coming up again in San Diego. And if you can't make it to San Diego, no worries. You can still experience the entire thing with an on-demand ticket. So with an on-demand ticket, here's how this works. You get access to the recordings of every session, every workshop, every keynote, the same content that people spend thousands of dollars on travel to come to San Diego to see in person. Now, of course, being there live is an amazing experience and Chelsea's going to be speaking at our next conference and I'm excited to be back there as well. But if you can't get there in person, an on-demand ticket is an incredible opportunity. Um, Plus, We offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you want to learn from the expert marketers at your convenience without leaving your couch, you can get your on-demand ticket right now at socialmediamarketing.world. That's socialmediamarketing.world. So a confirmed test first that Instagram has come out and said, because there's some that they're denying are even happening, which we'll talk about here in a second. But it's a new feature to the Instagram notes section of Instagram. And really quickly remind us what notes are and then what this new feature is, Chelsea. Instagram is not letting notes go. And I thought by now it would have taken off a little bit. And apparently it might be because it's generational. I'm older. I'm maybe the parents of the average user who is using notes, but essentially these are little circles that live at the top, very similar to how stories looks, but this is happening inside of the messaging inbox. So when you're going to your messages at the top of your inbox, you will see circles very similar to stories and it will be a note that somebody has left. This is somebody that you follow. And it could be a little text note. We're going to talk about some of the specifics of how they're also adding some new features of how you can leave notes. So it's just another way to spark conversation. And Instagram has mentioned that sparking connections, meaning conversations, and they know that most of the conversations and most of the sharing is now happening privately, meaning it's going through direct message. So we're going into that direct message or that inbox often. And so it doesn't surprise me that they're putting it there at the very top to try to drive um, adoption of the users. And then what's the thing that they have added now that they're rolling out with this? (laughs) They're testing audio clip. And I believe they're also might even have rolled out to some testing, adding music or a song. And I've actually seen that in my notes that recently just came out. And so they're trying to allow it to be more creative where you're able to 
to express yourself in a variety of different ways, whether it's through your voice or through just tech or music. Um, and we're seeing that the majority of users, they had a little blurb on here that says, Meta is stating that teen users are creating notes at 10 times the rate of non-teens. So we might be looking at a competition from that other app that is very popular with teens. And it's not TikTok. It's actually Snapchat. Remember when we used Snapchat? <laughs> and yeah. so they have something a little bit similar. Um, and so they're really trying to go across the generations on this particular app. They're trying to appeal to the younger demographic and appeal to the older demographics as well, which is why they're putting all these little different components inside of Instagram. Yeah. And it's interesting. The notes auto expire after 24 hours, mm -hmm. like stories. And I'm actually really excited about this audio feature because it is a, like I may talk things through and I love messaging in the DMs on Instagram. Like I love on Facebook Messenger where we can send messages longer than 60 seconds. I don't always love it that people can send me messages longer than 60 seconds, but I love being able to do it. I don't know if, if your friends send you mini podcasts or not. That's why they need the speed up. We need a two time button. That's what yes. I would love to have. <laughs> yeah, well, I have that in Facebook Messenger. Do you not have that in Facebook Messenger? I don't think I do but I would love to, oh no, I have seen it, but I would love it okay. in Instagram because yes. I do love the voice messages and I would love to maybe like one and a half speed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I love this combination idea of the notes as well as an audio track, because sometimes it's like, oh, this would be interesting to share. I don't have time to create a reel for this. If you could record a voice note and then write like a four word tease mm -hmm. to go with it, which is what notes is great for, I could see that being a really effective tool. So I haven't seen it yet on my account, but I will absolutely be playing with that when the, it becomes available. So that is a confirmed test. They have, have been testing this and just not out to everybody yet. So we'll see what happens with that. So unconfirmed confirmed tests. There are a few of these and it's always good to be aware of these, I think, as a marketer. So you can kind of plan for it if it becomes reality. But it also gives us an idea, I think, of where Instagram as an app for marketers is headed. And the first one is they are expanding the length of how long an Instagram reel can be again. So tell us about this update, Chelsea. And you saw this and I know you posted allegedly, about it. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because it is unconfirmed. But let's be honest, is anyone surprised because their major competitor also has 10 minute videos. And so we're talking about uh, demographics and that notes appealing to a younger demo and the longer video that we see people consuming on YouTube or even TikTok. And absolutely, I posted about this and I was shocked at the, oh my gosh, I would absolutely never watch a Backlash. 10 minute real. And I was shocked. Almost 100% of the comments that I got were people that were absolutely upset by this. And I said, well, now wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not that we all don't have an attention span. It depends on your audience and your audience's preferences and your personal brand style of content, which mine happens to be very educational in nature. So it really, I think, depends on what is your goal? What is your intention with your content? I'm excited about a longer reel because if I am doing educational content and I do have a smaller segment of people that are watching it, the people that are watching it, I, I'm building reputation and brand with them. I'm also positioning myself as a resource. Now in Instagram's mind, it's a way to open up new advertising opportunities, as we know, and of course, to keep people watching longer and not only to be competitive, but I'm excited about it. Of course, 
The video is going to have to be high quality. I do kind of hope that they put that speed scrubber on it because I do like to watch long videos in general at about one and a half to two times speed. Um, but I think it's going to also increase conversions. I think that's where we're really going to see a potential difference because reels right now, they are going to increase the opportunity for awareness and new followers. But we're still seeing conversions primarily happening in the stories because that's where people build that like no trust and reels is sort of at the top of the funnel. So those people that are watching a longer video are likely going to take more actions and that could lead to more conversions. So I'm absolutely interested to see how this is going to roll out and I'm excited for it. I agree with you because reels are obviously top of funnel and they're there for discovery. Mm -hmm. And if you get your reel in front of the right person and they happen to keep watching, you could move them forward really, really quickly. And I've been paying attention lately just as myself as a case study about the psychology of when we watch a video where you can see how long it is versus when you can't. And on TikTok, which is the first one that, you know, they went from 15 seconds to 10 minute videos now. There are times where I'm like, oh my God, I think I've been watching this for three minutes. What's wrong with me when I'm on TikTok? But it, like you said, if it's quality, people will do it. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Okay. Another test. I've got strong feelings about this one, but this is a test that uh, has to do with direct messages on Instagram. And I think it's an important opportunity for uh, brands and businesses too. And we'll talk about that in a second. But what is this uh, thing they're testing with the DMs? So this is going to be about privacy and the ability for people to turn off what's called the scene status. So, you know, when you send a message and I'm able to look at it and when I look at it, it will show scene. And I think that they've been talking about this for quite a long while because I feel like I remember them talking about maybe testing this about a year ago, but it's really about privacy for the user. There's the scene status. They also mention activity status. And I believe you can turn off the activity status, which tells people when you were last in the app, but you're not able to, at least right now, turn off the scene. Now, I know there's probably some hacks around this. Someone's probably figured out airplane mode or something like that. But wouldn't it be nice if you could just decide to have that on or off? And I'm dying to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> well, first, as a human, I often will look at a message and if I don't have time to reply, I'll market it as unread and I'll come mm -hmm. back later and reply to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the idea of the person, depending on what the message was about, seeing, being able to see like, oh, he saw that and he hasn't replied. And I may not mm -hmm. get back for a couple of days, depending on yeah. what it is and what I'm doing. And if I'm on a plane or whatever it might be, but this is where I think it's even more dangerous from a brand standpoint. Let's say somebody chooses to reach out to you privately about something important, uh, a complaint or something that will become a complaint if it doesn't get resolved. And so they're on the other side and they're looking at it and they're like, God, they, they were online. They saw this already and they haven't replied. And maybe they're digging into it. Maybe they're doing research or they're on a plane, you know, whatever it might be. So I'm kind of surprised this hasn't been there from the beginning. I know there are people that like to just let everyone should know exactly what I'm doing all the time. And maybe the teens that we talked about that are using Instagram notes at 10 times the rest of the population. Uh, but for brands, while we do want to get back to people quickly, I feel like if they see that you've seen the message and haven't replied for several hours, that makes the brand look bad. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's just a, as honest as I'm looking through information and going through DMs and then, oh my gosh, I forgot I have to get on a webinar or somebody calls and then I get into a phone call and I forget. So sometimes it can innocently just happen. I'm not on a plane. You mentioned in that scenario, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that three hours ago. <laughs> I just opened this up and looked at it. So yes, I mean, there's all sorts of scenarios where that can happen. 
Well, I do hope they fast track that and roll that out. Another thing that they're testing, I think could change the perception of the way people consume content. And this is basically showing a little bit more about how well a post is doing on Instagram. So what is this update? So they are testing new comment and share counts on posts in stream, which is kind of a mouthful. So the way that I think of this is when you're looking through the feed and you're looking at the posts, you can just basically see the little heart. You can comment those little bubbles underneath the posts. And now what they showed in this image is kind of similar to what they're showing, I think, on Reels, if I'm understanding it correctly, where when you're watching a Reel, you can see like how many likes there are, you can see how many comments, how many shares. And the shares is a really big topic for Instagram, because again, they're seeing a lot of the sharing happening in and through direct messages or sharing to stories. And so shares are something that they're hoping that if they see people or show people a number of, wow, this was shared a lot, maybe this is something that I want to potentially share myself. Or if it's showing the number of replies, then this might be something that is worthwhile that I should engage with because I see so many other people. So pros and cons there, I don't think it's anything that's completely new and earth shattering. I think it's very similar to what they're already sort of showing on Reels, uh, but it could be interesting. In fact, I had completely forgotten because I am so used to seeing Reels but they didn't have that. And in fact, I think a long while ago, I saw a test with the number of shares. And I think I took a screenshot and it was very short lived. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this new? I don't remember ever seeing this. So I think they've been testing this for a while. Well, and there's no question about it that when somebody has seen somebody has already shared something there, it's a, like a trigger in their head. And I know that all the posts have the little paper, paper airplane, although I'm not convinced all Instagram users even know that that's the share button necessarily. But when I worked at the agency, we actually had a couple of private Facebook groups that we would share our client posts to just to like trigger it. So it'd say, it would say one share or two shares. And as soon as we started doing that, we saw the shares of the content skyrocket. And it is, it is just that suggestion. Oh, other people have shared this. This might be something I should consider. So mm -hmm. yeah, so I think that would be a neat one. Which when we talk about, is that manipulation? How ethical is that in marketing? But who are we to say? Instagram is just testing. <laughs> well, fake shares, is that manipulation? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. entirely possible. And would I do it yeah. now? I don't know. But back in the day at the agency, once we saw it started working, we were like, yeah, oh, we can do this. <laughs> we can do it. it wasn't like we went in and typed that. No, of course not. Right. Share, but yeah. So Instagram is uh, also um, testing something new with share comments in stories and break this down for us because I'm not sure I fully understand this one, Chelsea. Yeah, I hate to bring up another app in order to give the explanation, but we're going to okay. have to do it. So we're marketers. In, we're in all in the apps. TikTok, it's okay. Right. Well, you know, Instagram's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so TikTok, you're used to seeing this where a lot of creators will take a comment that somebody has posted on one of their previous TikToks and you'll see that comment being posted as they create almost like a response to that person's comment or use it as inspiration for that. That's the best way that I can visually describe it. Or it could be something like if we're looking at Instagram when you're using the question sticker and somebody submits a question and you're able to then take that submission and add it to a future story. But they're just doing that with comments, which I think is great. I'm excited about this because it's another way for you to take those comments or that feedback that you're getting or maybe questions and have that idea spark 
or it could be a great way as you're sharing them currently to your story where it'll show a picture of the post that the comment was made on and then you can actually have their highlighted comment there. In my mind, drive me to be more interested to see what conversations were occurring in that post and then therefore be more likely to go look at it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And it's great social proof that's built into your content before you even start. I've done this a little bit on YouTube. I'll be honest, there's times where I'm, you know, there is a question, a comment question that I want to turn into a new video. Looking at it, I'm like, I wish they'd worded the question this way, because this would be better for SEO or whatever it might be. But it is a great way to, yeah, build that social loop and that social proof and all that, which I love. So, all right, we have to talk about this thing that Instagram is testing that Meta has flat out denied is happening Mm -hmm. in just a second. But they are working on an, the ability to allow others to add photos and videos to your posts. This falls under that trend of more collaborations on Instagram, which obviously they are leaning into. We're seeing that with lots of different features. And so do you see this as the type of thing where somebody like you could put up a couple of photos and then you would encourage people to add others from an event or more dog photos if that's what it was? Or how? Do, how what's your interpretation of their intention? It's a little bit of a different variation of sort of the add yours that you're seeing all over. It's now going into reels, that little sticker where you it'll say add yours. Or now I just saw it in a broadcast channel as well. I thought that was really interesting. So it's a nod to that where, again, we're talking about how can we creatively collaborate with other people. And the concept on this is similar to what you just mentioned. I immediately thought sort of like event or maybe travel with friends or someone's birthday party where maybe there were multiple people that were in that group that were taking photos and it's a way to sort of add them into one place. Now, the important thing to note here is that you have to approve it, which is nice. It's not something (laughs) that somebody can just go and, and add their own content to something that you've posted. So it is something that you will have the opportunity to say yes or no to. Well, and it's great, I think, for user-generated content uh, from Mm -hmm. a brand standpoint. The thing that I was curious about is on Meta's other platform, Facebook, and this happens in posts, but mainly in Facebook groups, someone will comment on a post from a year ago, and all of a sudden, it's at the top of the feed again. And so let's say you put this up, and people kept adding photos every day or two. I wonder if this will extend the shelf life of that post because there's fresh content coming in all the time. I would guess based on what you just said that that will be the case because that literally just happened to me yesterday in a group that I'm in in Facebook and I absolutely commented and then I was like, wait a minute, this is from two years ago and then I felt like, oh my gosh, what if they think I'm like that that weird person that's going back into their content from years ago? But yes, it does bump it back up. So I mean, I would assume since it already does that and it already works that way, that is one way that people could leverage it to keep that long longevity of that post going. Yeah, I was doing some content feedback for some people this week on Instagram. And I started reviewing their pinned posts without realizing that they were their pinned posts. And so I was like, well, this doesn't really work as well on Instagram anymore. Oh, this is from two or three years ago. Okay, sorry about that. (laughs) I got you now. So well, that'll be interesting, because that would be an incredible tool for marketers to just have content that just keeps showing up. And, And obviously, Instagram would love that because people would keep coming back and adding and seeing the new photos are. So this is the feature that they are testing and it has been seen in the code and it's been seen in the wild, but all of a sudden everything has disappeared. Meta said it's not happening and I can see why it could be controversial. But Chelsea, what is this feature that Meta is saying does not exist? So I just have to mention that when we were talking about this and I was looking at all these articles and I mentioned this prior to the show, I clicked on the link to go to the article and I could not find it. And I thought something was wrong with my 
link and I kept looking for it and I Googled it and every single place that I found that had a link, it didn't exist. So I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> but they are allegedly, there has been spotted in some code that there may be what they're calling or what is being referred to as a meta verified feed filter. Now, let me explain some thoughts on this. This could mean, and I keep calling it Twitter, but I know it's not Twitter any longer. X had uh, talked about, you know, if you're verified, we might have a feed where we can put just verified content. Um, and this might be something that is similar, we can assume. Now, if you might remember, Jerry, when they came out with verification and one of the little bylines, and I don't even know if it's there any longer, but I remember I posted about it right when this verification, they announced it. One of the items said that if you decided to participate and get verified and pay, your account could get more reach. And people did not like that. I did not like that either. <laughs> and then when it finally rolled out, I think they tested it in Australia. When it finally rolled out here, they took that piece out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened with that whole thing, but I'm not surprised because I think they've been talking about this or planning something maybe like this for a long while. And I well, don't know how people are going to react to it. Yeah. And as you were talking about it, I was just pulling up the Meta Verified page to see like, oh, is, is that in there? And you're right. It's gone. Even when it came out, we all had conversations. I have screenshots. Like, I just want to mention. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when it came out, we were all of like- the old oh, one. Of the old one. <laughs> what does that mean? What's going to happen? How is that even going to work? Yeah. And so it will be interesting. And it did make me think about Elon Musk and Twitter slash X because- I remember having discussions about it when that came out. And one thought was, oh, you could have a feed of all of these people that are verified and you know they're legit. And I mean, not that somebody couldn't find their way around that, but no spammers or scammers or anything like that, which is kind of refreshing if you could walk into a room and everybody there is sort of verified, I guess, in some way. But it does immediately turn it into a pay-to-play on any level. And so I'm not surprised that they backpedaled on that. I'm kind of surprised it even got out there as long as it did after the backlash that Twitter saw. It was still Twitter when they talked about this. <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll see what happens. Okay, very, very interesting. All right, quick reminder, the on-demand ticket for Social Media Marketing World is now available. You can get all of the expert sessions without having to travel. You can go to socialmediamarketing.world to learn more and get your ticket right now. Again, go to socialmediamarketing.world. Chelsea, where can we discover more about you? The best place to find me is no surprise on Instagram. It's under my name at Chelsea.Pites. And I would love to hear from you. I love getting the comments from the show where people say, hey, I heard you on the show. So please say hello. Send a DM. I'd love to connect with you. Awesome. And a couple more podcasts for your listening lineup. One, the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Stelzner, as well as the Marketing Agency Show, one of our newer shows specifically for people that work at or own agencies. You can find those in your favorite podcasting apps. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.